0: Welcome to the Honor the Gift Podcast. I am your host, Art McCracken. I specialize in transformational leadership and high-performance coaching. I've worked with hundreds of companies and thousands of individuals along the way, helping them achieve greater outcomes in all aspects of their life. I'm a speaker and writer, but at the end of the day, none of that holds a candle to being a husband, father, and friend. I believe the greatest gift in our mortal existence is the gift of choice How we honor that gift will shape the eternities. I also believe that career is a way of being and not just a way of life. And when you figure that out, by learning to let go of the charades and leaning into growth, life just seems to unlock itself. I know this because I've lived it. Quite simply, my calling is people experience living true. Thank you for being here. Thank you for making the commitment to lean into growth. I honor your journey. Now, let's do this. Hello, friends, and welcome to another weekly episode. In this week's episode, I'm going to discuss some possible remedies or possible counteracts to this plague of ego that we continue to see playing out all around us, including our own participation in it. And so here are five things as I've been thinking about how we show up, maybe how we start to precipitate some of the challenges and confrontation and contention in our communities, in our homes, in our workplaces. So here are five things that I would consider or bring forth that I think can help curb our personal ego and give us a place of of participation in those spaces and places where we reside and where we show up to bring contribution rather than to come from a place of takeaway or complication. So with that, let me give you these five. Number one, engage from a place of inquisition. What that means is we must be willing to ask questions. Most importantly, we must be willing to listen, actively listen, and even ask ourselves the question, what do I know to be true that isn't? In this same vein, we must be willing to respect other people's perspectives. So the first one was engage from a place of inquisition. Be open. Number two, look for a place of common ground or experience. What this does is it allows you and others to build from something. To take what's common and use that as a a grounding point to start to build from and to develop from. Number three, stop talking in absolutes or hiding behind others or trying to include others as a way to levy your own interest or your own ego. What this means is that we must learn to stand on our own. Absolutes are things like nobody, no one, everyone, we, us, all of us, we all. When we use statements like that and we attach it to our own perspective or our own opinion, what we do is we try to hide behind the wide use or the broad use of others and try to claim that our perspective matches theirs or it's the same as theirs, and therefore it becomes collusive in nature. And what that means for us as individual contributors is we're not willing to stand behind our own perspective and let others develop their own perspectives and come with their own opinions and arguments and key points and places of of creativity, know that, Sometimes as we walk into the danger and into the places that are unsafe, we must go there on our own, and that others can also decide or choose to go there on their own. But as a collective, be careful, a lot of times that ego shows up as the need to have others or to include others in our language in those inclusive or absolute statements as if they were party to our own persona. Number four, the acronym WAIT. What does WAIT stand for? It stands for why am I talking? Another great question that you can ask yourself at any time. Why am I talking? Why am I putting myself out there? Why am I saying what I'm saying or presenting a case or arguing a certain point? Why am I talking? Is it about me? Is it for me to be seen or heard or validated or signified in my existence? Again, that has a a certain air of ego to it. Hello, friends. Thank you for tuning in. Hope you're enjoying this week's episode. If growth, personal growth and development is your thing, and you're here learning and leaning into growth, glad you're here, glad you're part of the community. If you want more of this, make sure and hit subscribe in this podcast platform or any of your favorite podcast platforms. Search for Honor the Gift Podcast. And make sure and subscribe so that it shows up each week with new updates, new conversations, new learning, new ideas and concepts. Again, to help us all in this journey we call growth and how we make it through life and the way that we show up for others. Also, if you are looking for more information, deeper dives into some of these conversations and just an update to stay in the loop, you can always go to choiceisthegift.com and click on subscribe where you'll be Uh, in the loop on things that are upcoming and more updates on this podcast. Again, thank you for being here. Now let's get back to the episode. Number five, and I think this is maybe one of the most difficult but most easy once you go there, and that is a commitment to live true. What does it mean to live true? It means to not live in a place of hypocrisy. It means to live into... The potential, leaning into the potential that we know and see and feel. At times in our lives, we feel a dissonance. That dissonance is when we're not in integrity with who we know we are, who we know we were designed to be, and how we're showing up to others. It's a time when we, when maybe we're not making commitments, or maybe we're making commitments, but we're breaking those commitments. So moving from a place of dissonance or lack of integrity or misalignment in life into a place of significance, and that significance comes from leaning into the real you. It comes from the realization that you bring with you all the good, the bad, and the ugly into the world, but you're confident in your movement because that movement is leaning into the real you. And it's addressing those things, and it's solving for those things, and it's enhancing the good things, the strengths that we have, and certainly working on the weaknesses that we might possess, all in an attempt to live into that divine identity. Again, if we are to release ourselves of ego or continue to work on that that proposition, five things, be willing to engage from a place of inquisition, Be willing to ask yourself, what do you know to be true that isn't, and start to explore that. Second thing is to look for a place of common ground or experience and use that as a place to build from. Number three, avoid talking in absolutes or for others and levying your need to be right or need to be seen or your specific and personal opinion. Again, avoid talking in absolutes and and being collusive in your language. Uh, Number four, wait, why am I talking? Great question. And number five, live true. So with that, I would close with a challenge. And that challenge is to continue to remain open and aware, probably more self-aware than external aware, of the times that we show up in a need to be right, a need to be seen, a need to be validated, a need to be heard, by being willing to let that sit by the wayside for a minute, put that on the bench, and just be open, be willing to engage with others, to learn, to grow, to understand, to see and feel someone else's perspective. And then use that to evaluate from a singular voice, your own perspective, your own views and and opinions and injection into the communities that we exist in. With that, remember that growth is always a choice. Until next week, my friends, make it a great one, and remember to always honor the gift.